1: folks, November 8th, we're doing a live show, and it's fucking free. Anybody can come. It's going to be a virtual live show. If you've never attended one of our virtual live shows in the past, they are a fucking hoot and a holler. We are hooting and hollering all all night long, essentially. I mean, every time we've done it, it's hooting and hollering for at least an hour.
2: I mean, not that we're that tame at
1: all on our regular shows, but like... Oh, we get super untamed. We get fuck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, I mean, it's kind of like it's fuck. it's kind of like the difference between Ew. um, like an OnlyFans page that gives you like a the free content, yeah, and, and then the OnlyFans page oh. if you're subscribing for nine sure. ninety nine a month.
2: Yeah, I thought you were gonna say like this is the difference between like. OnlyFans and
1: 4chan. Uh, I don't, don't
0: get the. I, yeah. I don't get
1: the. I don't get that reference. It's but, like apples
0: to oranges, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you
1: know what's really <laughs> funny is right before we started this, you made a story and and then and then you looked at it and you were like, "Yeah, that wasn't as funny as I thought." And and I think that
0: was also just a, a good example of. <laughs> sometimes they don't always
1: sometimes you can't always hit a home you run can't, yeah hey, so uh, Taylor, anyway, that's the
0: mission for this uh sometimes next you, gotta, hour is sometimes you, to you get, gotta bunt get back on the bus you're yeah. gonna you're gonna find your way back on the bus you'll find hour. your way you find uh, your thanks. way thanks. and
1: uh if you want to find your way to the live show that is happening on november 8th that is all in support of november uh we hope to see you there again it's a virtual live show it'll take place over the internet and uh there will be a link in the bio of where you can sign up to join for that show we can't wait to see you there uh, let's get yes. right into this
0: week's content. You know what guys I feel content. like you know what I feel like I don't do enough but <clears throat> like a, a solid fist pump when something goes well like throughout my Woods. day like if like you know like when you're just really excited like um, you, you know, know when you, a, you
2: mean an air punch like for a, me
0: yeah for me it's like when I when I put the, filed, that when I put when the toast down I, I don't know if this it's is really relatable <laughs> is this relatable for you guys like well, we'll when see. I put Toast in my bread in my toaster to make toast, mm. and I push the button down. I have a cheap toaster. Like I don't know who's spending a bunch of money on toasters, but no, no. I've got like the cheapest to- also, toaster you can I get. I that. also have a cheap toaster, and I'm pissed about it. Yeah, well, okay, Wait, so maybe maybe I am pissed about mine too because this is what my question for you guys: How much variation is there in toasters? Well, this is so, my thing. A lot, because so nice. I find that right now with my toaster, depending on the, I have like maybe like three or four different go-to types of bread that I use. Fuck yeah, dude. This this is sick content. Is this actually where we're going right now? No, this is good content. So I have three or four types of bread that are my go-to breads. And when I push that button down, I have a certain dial that I feel like is set in where it should be golden brown. This is fucking boring. (laughs) So I take that bread, I push it down, and then I wait, and sometimes it comes up perfectly golden brown sometimes it's a little fucking too dark i'm gonna channel my inner crystalia here (laughs) when i take
2: a look at you you better be wearing a ben's hat because you're talking about
0: bread (laughs) (laughs) so my thing is is that when it's perfectly golden brown one i should be fist pumping more the second thing is is the unreliability of whether or not my bread is perfectly toasted brown. Based purely on the fact that I bought a cheap toaster.
2: Oh, so you just you need so you need the <laughs> dial to be more reliable.
0: Yeah, it's not. For some reason, and maybe it's because I have a cheap toaster. Thoughts, chair <laughs> England is uh <laughs> Do you want to cut the, the whole part <laughs> cut the whole part of the first part of this podcast yeah. or what?
1: Yeah. England's gonna become the first country <laughs> in the world to prescribe vapes prescribe vapes That's as it. alternatives. That is right. New guidance from the Medicines and Healthcare Products Regulatory Agency, also known as MHRA, means that vapes, also known as e-cigarettes, could soon be prescribed by NHS to tobacco smokers who want to give up.
2: Guys, can can we just for take a moment to reflect <laughs> on the episode that we did on vaping and, and the quite recently, the, the, actually. The, like vape warriors on Twitter, man, that were like,
0: <laughs> I didn't know that e- was a community, <laughs> yeah, dude, even though, even though we were
2: so favorable and our guest was so favorable to the idea of vaping being a, 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 an acceptable alternative they were like
1: <laughs>
0: i didn't realize there were vape advocates <laughs> I, I, yeah they were vape <laughs> it advocates was, it was
1: like hashtag big vape was like <laughs> yeah, getting, dude, we're was jumping down our throat and
2: we're talking pro vape people that were like that were like yeah. vape nation vape all day but we yeah.
0: also in that episode we were like well vaping is a great alternative to smoking because it's better than smoking it's not good for you, and they were like, Whoa. "But it
1: is." Well, clearly, like in is.
0: England, England is England right,
1: r- right on that uh, on that point. Uh, regulated vape products, while not risk free, carry a fraction of the harms of regular cigarettes, according to expert scientific reviews, which estimate vaping is ninety five percent safer than smoking. That's a pretty big margin. Quote: By following the science, the UK has been a global pioneer in taking a pragmatic and uh, proportionate response. To vaping as a public health benefit, Harry Shapiro, director of drug charity DrugWise and lead author of a report on global tobacco harm reduction, told Vice World News. Guys, I'm thinking about Ben Shapiro. I'm thinking about taking up vaping now. Uh, well, if you're trying to get to quit smoking, it might be, might be the better idea, which I know you don't smoke, so there's no point in taking it up right now. Uh, you might as well get Odin's Snooze.
0: Uh, this week's episode <laughs> is
1: brought to you by Odin's. The white portion, (laughs) mint flavor snooze. It's not. Rests uh, easy in the mouth and tickles under the foreskin. Oh my God, don't. Wow. Have you? Vaping devices are readily available in the UK, (laughs) although more disadvantaged people may, uh, may well benefit from a prescription. Equally important is the message it sends out to doctors and current smokers that vaping is significantly safer than smoking smokers should be encouraged to switch to improve their health and even save their life. This was a quote from the same Harry Shapiro. Um, Even though the number of UK smokers is falling, and this is kind of interesting from 27% to 14% in the last 20 years. Wow. uh, Around 64,000 people die each year from smoking. Smoking rates in poorer neighborhoods are three times that in wealthier neighborhoods. And there are about 6.1 million adult smokers in the UK compared to, Pretty much half of that, three point six million, who use e-cigarettes, and most of them are ex-smokers. And mm. this is
2: a, this is something that that I'm very curious about is whether the vape, uh, uh, whether it's the hardware or the fucking pods or however the fuck it it whatever it however it works with whatever device you're kind of using to do it, if that gets subsidized because the NHS mm. that National Health service, I think mm-hmm. I think it is, is uh is a universal healthcare system that's very similar to how what we got in Canada. And so I wonder if it's if it's subsidized or, or prescribed and covered um or if or if it would take like uh because that would be very interesting because mm-hmm. then that would create a system under which you know why would you ever vent cuz you'd obviously the most ideal progression to this would be you stop smoking you start vaping and then eventually you start stop. you stop vaping it yeah. would hard be hard for them you start snoozing.
0: it would be hard for them to pay for Burdens. it <laughs> white portion <laughs> <laughs> it would be hard for them to pay They'd for it because it. then like it would be like they would have to pay for it forever right. because if they stopped then people That's would right. just go back to There'd right. Yes. thing. And and, I, and as I
2: was saying that, I was kind of remembering like if you get, um, you know, like Kyla has Kyla has a thyroid disease, and if if we didn't have a uh a health plan outside of like the gut, like outside of our um healthcare service, our like government healthcare service, mm. she would have to pay for that prescription, right? Um. And then, and, but, but with her, but, but with a plan, she doesn't. So it, but, so then it, I wonder that, like, is it, what, it, does it end up being covered under a health plan? Anyway,
0: is healthcare versus pharmacare, right? Interesting. Is uh, that the difference? Good question. I don't know.
1: Pharmacare is like, uh, is, is drug coverage.
0: Healthcare yeah. is right. coverage of yeah uh, treatments. and yeah. 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 yeah yeah. yeah. Something like that. You guys fuck. We don't know.
2: We really don't. No, don't know. But that, shit. Is a, but that is really interesting. I mean, I feel like, especially that will be,
0: after the the recent conversation
1: that we had about vaping. Yeah,
2: I feel like that'll be something because
1: um, I'm sure there are countries that very, I mean, there are there are countries that very much do not fall in line with what uh, England um, is is going for here. There's there's some countries that have outright banned vaping. Period. Mm. Singapore being one of them. Mm. Um, so it's interesting. It, it's going to be an, it it will be interesting to see. Again, this is like kind of like that COVID conversation we had recently. Um, oh actually that sorry, that was on ter- it was a conversation I was having on Termion, but like to st- it'll be interesting to see the research that comes out of this decision 10 years from now. You know, yeah. like oh, yeah. like kind of like COVID 10 years from now looking back at where we are now, like what we will know and what we will have learned. F- from going through this. It'll God. be very fascinating.
2: Ten years from now, I think we're gonna look back on now and and be disappointed with ourselves.
1: Yeah, disappointed that we all didn't take ivermectin.
0: <laughs> it it's <laughs> should have listened to him. <laughs> it's cool because we should have listened to him. <laughs> my my big takeaway about it is that it is like the sort of precedent that it sets for harm reduction treatments because yeah. it's like one of those big because, like, vaping obviously isn't good for you, but it's better for you than the alternative. And mm-hmm. so no, that's when, what harm reduction is all about. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. Which is what I think is amazing that they're setting a precedent like this. Because yeah. I think that looking back, you would see a lot less cases of any healthcare professionals <coughs> yeah. or providers. Interesting
1: point. Now, what do you think? I wonder, would this stance in harm reduction have maybe some sort of trickle down effect on harm reduction? um it, within the world of like illicit drugs i think it does well, that's, right? like, that, that, like that's this, really this is what you're saying this right? is yeah. something that mark tindall would totally be backing i i, totally, I, I don't yeah. want to put words in his mouth yeah. but i'm assuming mark tindall is looking at this and going fuck yeah well yeah and I agree. And,
2: and um you know if uh, there, there's definitely no shortage of uh of debate over whether harm reduction or i like as as clearly as i think the three of us look at harm reduction and go that's obviously the direction that you should go because you can't go to a to z before going through every letter in between yeah there are no shortage of people that think that you should go from a to z and skip everything in the middle which i don't know how you can logically make that make that step as, mm-hmm. as soon even as even as soon as you put it in that you know, um, grade five style analogy of A to Z, yeah. um, but there's still people out there that definitely it's because that.
0: those people don't see the steps in between; they just see the A and Z, and they go, "Well, A is bad and Z is good. Therefore, why should they do anything in in between if Z is the only pure good thing to do?" Yeah, um, yeah. Anyway, so, not to, like, uh, so beat that analogy to death.
1: Uh, we'll see. We'll see what how that plays out. And uh, I mean, I I think it's great. I, I think it's great, and I'm 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 stoked that England's taking that stance. Mm-hmm. And uh, who knows? Maybe we'll see Canada uh, follow suit um, because we are uh, beholden to the queen. And yeah, whatever she says. Right. We have to totally, do. Yeah. Although she might be dead. She might <coughs> she
0: might be dead. Right? <laughs> she could. She could be. She could be. Do you know be that dead? in there's there's rumors in in. Um, What's the in, deal with her? She's really sick, right?
2: She was in the hospital. was put in the hospital. The yeah. She was. Dead?
0: She went to the hospital uh, like a week ago now. was the
2: queen dead? You, you'd know if the queen was dead.
0: Wait, you would know. She's not dead.
1: Oh god. Which queen is dead cuz huh. death of queen Elizabeth the queen mother. Dude, there's obviously queen there's obviously Holy shit. Many queens, but This is put out by royal.uk published March 2002. Jesus Christ, <laughs> the queen with the greatest sadness. That's the fuck. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> the queen's mother died Twi- in 19 years ago. Yeah, she.
0: Is uh is getting really invested in the royal family? What was that show that came out recently that was all about the royals? The Crown. The Crown. It's really yeah. good, right? Like, isn't it? It's. I. I mean, I didn't watch it. You would, like but it. I know <laughs> that. You'd like it? Is there chess in it? I know that if I get excited no, about how like how golden brown my toast is, I'm sure the oh, royal family would be excited. Anything.
2: You know, what's really interesting as we record this on Tuesday, <laughs> November second. And she could be dead by she Friday. Could she Could be, be dead, dead by Friday. Friday. Yeah. She could be dead by Friday because it's going to come out on November fifth, Friday, and uh, and tomorrow, which is going to be November third. Yeah. dealing With some time warp here, Alex Dowsett is could also be dead. Going for he could he could, could be, possibly yeah. kill himself on his bike as he attempts to break the world hour record, the most prestigious accolade in cycling history. And we and by the time that this comes out, we will know the yeah. result of that. Let's he's gonna hope he do doesn't it. get.
1: Let's hope he doesn't get cut. He's li- yeah. yeah. He's he's
2: raising money for his charity. And now, although we are raising money for Movember right now, as you can tell by our cleanly shaven faces, Jeremy's in the lead right now. It fucking sucks. I'm in last, which is but you know I'm I'm I start I'm a slow I'm a slow starter. I'm close to last with and you, and Brian's close to last with me. I shoot quick. jr <laughs> shoots quick. Jar goes out. Jar tries to Jar tries to sprint off the and then he fades. He fades hard. Um, I come on strong in the end and, um, uh, but so I don't want to detract from that at all, but Alex is raising money for his charity, little bleeders. And, uh, that's cool too. Uh, yeah. let's move Got, along. Wait, here. before we
0: move along, do you guys want to place bets right now on what day and time you think the queen will die? <laughs> just throw it, like throw a date, just throw I mean, like a date,
2: actually bet money. And then,
0: yeah, well, I mean, we can make a bet. We can decide what the, what the, um, Thursday, November 4th. Okay. What time? <laughs> Three thirty-three,
1: November fourth,
2: a.m. get the
0: witching hour. Okay, Taylor, well, you.
2: What's the? What's her condition?
0: I, we don't know. We man. have we're no just, idea. We're just guessing. We're just totally she's, guessing. Her condition is that she, condition is old. She's, she is she's 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 old. Her condition is that she's old as fuck.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. I'm gonna say that the queen pulls through and dies on uh April twenty seventh, twenty twenty four.
0: Wow. Okay. Oh, I think way before that. I think um, I think January eighth, twenty twenty two, at uh, four in the afternoon.
1: You know, what's really funny is that because this is a CBC podcast, there's guaranteed to be someone listening to this right now who is just so fucking angry that we're talking about <laughs> the 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 queen dying. You know, like you mean because they're like like royal <clears throat> royal uh, groupies? Yeah, dude. You know what? Oh my God! Yeah, there's There's something. There's so many of those fucking weirdos out
2: there. (laughs) I know it's fucking weird. It's weird. Uh, (laughs) Moving right along. Uh,
1: So this is a story that I wasn't sure. I wanted to put this in What the Health a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Things got shuffled around because there was other wild shit that was sent my way from from our patrons. But this is this is really interesting, and there's a lot to get through here. So so bear with me. Okay. But um, this is an article that uh, that had. That had come my way. The title of the article is Teen Girls Are Developing Ticks. Doctors say TikTok could be a factor. Wow. Now, that's because of the
0: name. TikTok. Uh, so it's, it's like,
1: t- the alliteration is a little bit funny, but no, they're, they're, that's not the coincidence. So teenage girls across the globe have been showing up at doctor's offices with ticks, physical jerking movements, and verbal outbursts since the start of the pandemic. Movement disorders. Uh, uh, movement disorder doctors were stumped at first. Girls with tics are rare and these teens had an unusually high number of them, uh, which had developed suddenly. After months of studying the patients and consulting with one another, experts at top pediatric hospitals in the US, Canada, Australia, and the UK discovered the most that most of the girls had something in common, which was TikTok. According to a sp-
2: Before you continue. Yep.
1: I mean. Now, I I know where you're going with this, of
2: course. That's like, that's like they had like all across the board, all of them eat food. Yes. Like that's what TikTok is. So so
1: here's where I'm going to, I'm going to jump in with something that, that is different from that, that kind of proves that analogy to be a shitty one, which is that there is something, and we're going to cover this next week but these two things are very similar mm-hmm. called internet or sorry munchausen by internet mm-hmm.
2: i read a li- i i started reading that article yes. and I, and it's still up in my browser i
1: didn't finish it all. all yeah. so 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 we'll, we'll we'll get to that later but but back to this um this sort of spat of recent medical uh, journal articles doctors say the girls have been watching videos of tiktok influencers who said who said that they had Tourette syndrome specifically mm. See, so that's all pretty girls, specific. Yes, yes. All these girls have TikTok, uh-huh. of course, but all of these girls are also watching specific TikTok content. influencers who have Tourette's. They're getting the Tourette's. They're in the Tourette's algorithm. They're in Tourette's they're, talk. They're in Tourette's t- hashtag Tourette's talk. Yes. Yeah. There's so many cool lanes. so, so many cool so, lanes. Yeah, there's, there's a lot. Talk. Brian is very familiar with the ADHD uh, algorithm I of am. TikTok. Uh, Donald Gilbert, a neurologist at Cincinnati Children's Hospital Medical Center who specializes in pediatric movement disorders and Tourette syndrome, has seen about 10 new teens with tics a month since March 2020. So 10 new teens a month are coming in since March 2020. That sounds like a lot, I guess. Before the pandemic, his clinic had seen, at most, maybe one a month.
2: All right. Well, yeah. Quite 10 times high. the amount. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, specialists at other major institutions have also reported similar surges. Since March 2020, Texas Children's Hospital has reported seeing approximately 60 teens with, with such tics, whereas doctors there saw one or two cases a year before the pandemic. At the Johns Hopkins University Tourette Center, 10% to 20% of pediatric patients have described acute onset tic-like behaviors up from 2% Or three percent a year before the
0: pandemic. So from ten to twenty to
1: two, from two to three to ten to twenty percent.
0: I immediately become really curious about this phenomenon from two sort of perspectives, two angles. The first one is my first thought is like, oh whoa, are these people seeing this and then faking it for attention? Um, Which is what my initial reaction was. But then my second one was like, okay, well those, you know, say that doctor said there are 10 times the amount of kids coming in now. When that one person was coming in before, were they experiencing something that, you know, like they weren't seeing it on TikTok, but they were seeing something else somewhere somewhere else in their lives that were like um, sort of sparking or like being the catalyst or trigger well, for them just, to experience tics. Just naturally but, de- developing. Or possibly naturally, naturally developing them. But I'm wondering if like uh, having Tourette's I know that it, it, I know that obviously it can be um, developed since birth. I, when we had the conversation about Tourette's syndrome on the podcast, we learned a lot about it there. And it's not something that was developed later in life for those people. But for these people, is the experience real for them? Like they're really experiencing tics that are, that they're not able to control. Like, so is this what, is that what it is?
1: Well, so, the, so again, I, let me be clear here the, the doctors aren't going we think kids are getting tiktok bec- or get- getting ticks because of tiktok right they are saying a lot of kids are, are coming in with ticks and here's an interesting fact they're all watching tick tick based TikTok. and they believe that the ticks are That's real a lot.
0: they they don't they don't believe that there's like a bunch of kids coming in and faking these things they believe that this is like a real oh, it's a, it's, a, it's a fully this. real okay. thing that they're developing these ticks yeah okay. so some
1: doctors aren't aren't quick to blame tiktok and say that while the number of patients they're seeing is much higher than before, they don't think it's an epidemic. Um, Dr. McGuire was quoted saying, there are some kids who who watch social media and develop tics, and some who don't have any access to social media and develop tics. Mm -hmm. I think there are a lot of contributing factors, including, and this is really interesting, and kind of obvious, uh, anxiety, depression, and stress. Also, within a time where I would say most of the world is more anxious, Mm depressed and stressed than they ever have been because of a global pandemic i
0: love that there's smarter people that have thought about this and when i like come up with ideas in my brain and then you're reading through the article like i'm quickly like getting more um information to better form my ideas on how i think about these things because this is kind of like the phenomenon of like of like reading the headline of an article versus like reading the whole article to get the context. Because as soon as you start to provide this context, I'm like, of course, like elevated levels of stress from the pandemic. That could be a huge factor. I love
2: when people share things, (laughs) particularly on my favorite social media platform. facebook where they read the headline and don't read the article share it and and provide a very in-depth opinion yeah yeah
1: uh and so so many doctors also are questioning the stated diagnosis of some tourette tiktokers and say that the behaviors that these mostly female influencers display in their videos multiple complex motor and verbal tics don't look like tourette syndrome to them tourette syndrome affects far more boys than girls and tends to develop gradually over time uh, from a young age. Also, it can be treated with medication. So regardless of the tiktokers' claims, Dr. Gilbert said the symptoms of these teens who have watched them are very real and likely represent functional neurological disorders, a class of afflictions that include certain vocal tics and abnormal body movements that aren't tied to an underlying disease. To unlearn these tics, doctors recommended uh, CBT, cognitive Behavioral therapy and tell patients to stay off TikTok for several weeks. Um, but here's a really so so oh did that not just blow your mind that that you just read that a, that that's like a well, recommendation here, from a doctor. Here's why it did stay off TikTok. Here's why it doesn't blow my mind. I, when I read this, it made me think about um, an experience that I've had in the past specifically through theater school where in the midst of like prepping for a, actually here, here's a good example. I, I was in a, a performance called. Oh fuck. What was that show called? Uh, kiss the sun, kiss the moon. And, uh, uh, yes. And Victoria by the sea on PEI.
0: That one. Yeah. Is it kiss the yeah.
1: sun, kiss the, kiss the moon, kiss the sun. So it's a play by Norman Foster or Norm Foster. And it's about a thirty-five-year-old man with the mental capacity of a seven-year-old, who meets a pregnant young woman in crisis, and the two of them form this really um, lasting friendship. And I was cast as the main character in the show, who was the man living with this like um, intellectual disability. And as a part of, you were amazing. As a part of doing that show, really good. I went to a a home that housed adults that had intellectual disabilities and hung out with a, a bunch of their patients and befriended one young man who I sort of based my character on and followed him around for a few days and got to know him and basically took on his like physical mannerisms, his vocal patterns and worked that into my work as as developing this character. Um And one really fucking weird thing that I noticed in the process of doing the show, which ran for, it was like a two month run. And we were doing several shows a a week, is I would like catch myself doing Mm -hmm. the like ticks and and, like physical manifestations of this intellectual disability that you don't have. That I don't have, even when I wasn't doing the show. (laughs) And not when I was trying to practice the character. Yeah. So like I started to develop almost a habit of physically manifesting the thing that I had been like subjecting myself to on a constant basis for weeks on end. And then when you stop doing the show, when I stop doing the show, it
2: either goes away or or it fades away. Yes. Well, that's what happened with me. Right.
0: See, Taylor, Taylor and, has a tick with his hand where he does his wrist do. thing. Yeah. And when I notice him doing that, I notice that I like kind of like, like, like do it. Crack my wrist yeah. a little bit. So so that's <laughs> so what
2: we just need to not be friends anymore. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so that whole thing about the doctors basically going, like, yo, here's some CBT. Yeah. And also just get off TikTok. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah, right. Because like I I'm not gonna say that I that I know what these young girls are going through, but I kind of get, like, I sort of get it. Like, yeah. I, I feel like I've been ex- exposed to something that makes me go, oh, I think I understand.
2: And, like, things that you like, you em- you emulate in, yeah. in certain ways. Like, like I find it really Are You say that I like you, and I that's why it,
0: I emulate your wrist tick?
2: I, I find it hard that if <laughs> I listen to, like, Brian Cowan or Chris Leo or a bunch of comedians, if I listen to comedians do their thing, especially when they're, like, very good individual Like people who rant, like uh, Bill Burr or whatever. When you hear them, like it's very easy to start doing, like saying things the way that they say them because they're they're funny, and then and then you know that's not you being funny. That's like you you know repurposing it. But it can be very easy to do something like that when you enjoy what somebody does. So these people looking at tiktok enjoying the things obviously because they're following them and digesting mm-hmm. them all the time and then unbeknownst to them adopting some of the things that yeah you know, they're that 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 they're doing you know that they're not they're not trying to and that actually end up manifesting yeah. as like a, mm-hmm. i'm going to go to the hospital because i need to mm-hmm. it's really stop
0: doing this. it's i find the thing that i find really interesting <laughs> is that um when i think of human evolution and where we are at today Biologically our bodies and brains and minds have not adapted to the way that we experience the world with technology and you know the way that we're expected to process an incredible amount of information in a really short amount of time and so it's no wonder to me that people develop mental health issues and weird sort of these like weird sort of phenomenons happen um, especially related to like stress or um. Um. Like negative mental health outcomes. It. It. It's really unsurprising to me that these things happen because I just feel like I don't know if I mean, in terms of evolution, it will take hundreds of thousands of years for us to catch up to the way that we are experiencing the world now, and we'll probably mm-hmm. never catch up because it'll constantly be this like yeah. chasing the like the health thing, <laughs> the
2: health the 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 I can't remember was escape velocity thing that we talked about with uh. With Keith MacArthur that, yeah, yeah, yeah. that yeah. The, the reason that we'll end up living to be a thousand is because the technology advances way faster than mm-hmm. we age. So yeah. we will like eventually live to a thousand, which is so so interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. The 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 notion that this is like some sort of weird type of Munchausen syndrome that is just a byproduct of the internet. What is Munchausen syndrome for so, people who don't know? So Munchausen syndrome, also known as fictitious disorder imposed on self.
0: Is fictitious a fictitious disorder imposed on self?
1: Yeah, is a fictitious it's disorder a where those affected feign disease, illness, or psychological trauma to draw attention, sympathy, or reassur- reassurance to themselves. Maybe not consciously, like you maybe was, not consciously, like, but sometimes consciously for yeah. sure. Uh, Munchausen syndrome fits within the subclass of fictitious disorder with predominantly physical signs and symptoms, but patients have al- also have a history of recurrent hospitalization traveling, and dramatic, extremely improbable tales of their own past experiences. The condition derives its name from the fictitious, fictional character Baron Munchausen. Uh, in fictitious disorder imposed on self, or Munchausen syndrome, the affected person exaggerates or creates symptoms of illness in themselves to gain examination, treatment, attention, sympathy, or comfort from medical personnel. It often involves elements of victim playing and attention seeking. In some extreme cases, people suffering from Munchausen syndrome are highly knowledgeable about the practice of medicine and are able to produce symptoms that result in a lengthy and costly medical analysis, prolonged hospital stays, and unnecessary operations. Jesus. Whoa. So so we, we 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 were on a we Whoa. were on a, we were on, a, we were on a, wow. a Patreon hangout with our with our lovely patrons uh, last Wednesday. And I had kind of like teased out that we were going to talk about. These TikTok influencers and the girls that are watching them and, and developing these ticks and TikTok on TikTok. Uh, and the first uh, the first time I ever heard the term Munchausen by Internet was when Mel, one of our patrons, was like, "Oh yeah, Munchausen by Internet. I've uh, seen it. I've I've heard of this," is what she said. And uh, and and so she, she can say that she's seen it. She just can't tell us who she saw it in. She
0: anyway. she heard about it. <laughs> and uh for for her own sake, we'll just say she heard about it somewhere. Yeah. I mean if you want to hear about it, join our Patreon. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
1: And so so I was like, whoa, I I never knew I never heard that term before. Yeah. And and so now I'm 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 much more interested in kind of like diving into this a little bit deeper. I'd like to find someone who could come on uh Wednesday episode to kind of talk us through this a little bit more because the idea of Munchausen, Munchausen syndrome is just fucking fascinating, anyway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But to think about, you know, what was that? What was that documentary about? Um, about like how social media kind of affects our our psychology and and our social dilemma. dilemma? Social dilemma. Yeah. Like th- this seems like just another byproduct of the internet that we just never really anticipated and sure maybe it's only affecting a small portion of people, but it's still this like issue nonetheless and something that maybe could use a little bit more attention. Mm -hmm. It's fucking super crazy thing is that we
0: don't like, we don't know what we're signing up for. Like Mm -hmm. when, when that stuff happens, it's like, Whoa, Whoa, crazy. That was an unintended unintended. Yeah. Which is, which is why I'm like,
1: which is why I'm like, I'm, you know, don't rush out and get an mRNA vaccine, folks. Like, just wait. <laughs> give it a give it some time. Let these other fucking fools go out there and get it. See what happens to them first. If they start growing an extra dick or nipple off their forehead,
2: hey, you, there's your answer. <laughs> you, you didn't make the uh, mistake. Like, you know?
0: uh, anyway, yeah. Um, but actually, that's so. I'm not gonna guys. I won't. Oh. I promise not to dive into it. But uh, but you guys know how excited I am for VR. <clears throat> Yes, and, very uh, much, very much, Brian. Anyway, I have I, this. I think this is the first time I brought it up on the podcast. Um, but well, hopefully, the last. That is the interesting thing in thinking about VR because it is a much more in, in immersive experience, and you know, there is than life. Then, then, no, then, <laughs> dude, I can totally see VR creating some crazy form
1: of like ocular cancer. Well, it's much like, more
2: real, much more safe much more interesting space, (laughs) much more more interesting digital space. (laughs) Uh,
0: But yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, I'm sure that there's some unintended um, consequences. Well, time time will tell.
1: Uh, Here's a really fucking wild story. Love, love seeing stories of people who uh, deal with illness, but then take what they've uh, been dealt and turn it into something kind of fun and beautiful and or weird. Uh, Billy Owen. This was sent to us by uh, one of our patrons, Stina. Thank you, Stina, for submitting this on um, on Discord in our Feel Good Friday episode content. So a lot of uh, a, a lot of credit
0: this week. A lot of great names going around in the articles today. Yeah, uh, Billy, Billy Owen. That's like a that. good name. A fucking good name. That's a good.
2: Maybe it could be a stage. Sounds, sounds like, like a
0: stage name. Sounds like a good ball player. Yeah. Well. Yeah.
1: Would, uh, yeah. Yeah. I think he's gonna have a hard time playing ball. <laughs> uh, Billy <laughs> Owen gets a life-threatening <laughs> diagnosis. In 2009, Owen was a happy motorcycle mechanic, married uh, with a six-month-old son, living in Oklahoma, but his life would soon take a drastic turn after being diagnosed with nasal cancer. Oh, no. I've never heard of that. So he had headaches, uh, couldn't breathe out of his right nostril, which was totally plugged. Guys, where where can you not get cancer? Nowhere. Nowhere. That sucks. (laughs) I mean, I guess you can't get hair cancer.
0: That's true. Yeah, you can't.
1: And you can't get teeth yeah,
2: cancer. Yeah, but your hair is are just is just made up of skin cells. And yeah, you can get melanoma. So
0: toenail cancer, but it's not hair cancer.
1: <laughs> True. Yeah, it ain't, dude. If you had cancer on your hair, go get a haircut. You know what? You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like I get I, if I if I get if I get hair cancer, I'm getting that shit sur- surgically removed every two weeks. I'm kind of
2: I'm kind of envisioning I'm kind of envisioning a skit where somebody gets diagnosed with hair cancer and the doctor is, is like, there's an experimental <laughs> treatment that we're dealing with. And, yeah. And he it just sends them to
1: like a hipster barbershop,
2: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but then he can't go through with it.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, hair. You can't get it in your hair. Imagine you were an island boy and you got hair cancer. Those boys, those island boys do have hair cancer. There could can be cancer in those. <laughs> yeah. when, you're,
2: when your hair, when your hair is that disgusting, it, you can get cancer in those. Uh, island boy. Island boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I love the
1: internet. I hate that thing. I, I love island yeah. boys. Uh, okay. So, so Billy Owen, um living a good life, gets nasal cancer. So uh, I had headaches and I couldn't breathe because my right nostril was totally plugged. Uh, The doctors initially thought it was uh, sinusitis, 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 (laughs) (laughs) which is very common and treatable condition where the nasal passage cavities become inflamed. I've had sinusitis and it's awful. I've had sinusoidal fractions. You you can't smell. I can't. And uh, and sinusitis makes it worse. Uh, (laughs) They gave him decongestants, but obviously decongestants aren't going to help because he's got Cancer
0: in his nose. <laughs> Honestly, though, dude, I like I never wish I would never wish to have cancer. But if I had to have one type of cancer, walking by the bathroom downstairs in this building, it would be, it would be cancer. nasal cancer because that's it smells that down smells, there. It, it
2: smells like a fucking
1: sewer. Yes,
0: yeah, it, it does. It.
2: And yeah, Jerry can't smell
1: it. Uh, quote: He was say, he was quoted saying, "My wife finally pushed me to see a specialist on February thirteenth, two thousand nine. Owen was diagnosed with sinonasal nasal." undifferentiated carcinoma which is a rare form of cancer in the nasal cavity. By the time Billy Owen's cancer was diagnosed it had spread so dramatically that he was given just a 10% chance of survival. Whoa. Most survivors of cancer have had the tumors uh, removed early on but because of Owen's late diagnosis the doctors had to remove half of his face for him to have any chance of survival. This includes his right eye as well as the nerves and muscles from his face and in his nasal cavity. Owen went through a hard time while recuperating in the hospital after surgery, obviously. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then he said, quote, I felt something rubbing my hand like the presence of God. I felt a sense of peace like everything was going to be okay. He decided to show off the results of his operation, picking up jobs that included playing a zombie in music videos and uh, and films, performing at a haunted house no. and telling a story at the okay. Venice beach freak show in Los Angeles, where his story of bravery and positive thinking has inspired the audience. You want to see a photo? That's so great. Uh, hell yeah. Check this out. He puts a light Whoa. in there. Hey, and he has the ultimate party trick. Dude, okay. this is the cleanest looking face
2: surgery. I know, I've right? Ever seen. Yeah, Watch that's best
1: thingy. He can put his finger in his mouth. No, and out of his eye. Oh, that's cool. If you want to see this, go on over to YouTube, uh, where we are publishing all of our Feel Good Friday episodes. This is a photo you do not want Dude, to miss. I'm surprised. So, what's behind?
2: Cool. What do you look? What's in behind?
1: I, it's. I think it's just um. There, the you know, back. like skin graft, skin, skull in the back. But he's
2: got s- no, because he has got a brain. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's protect his brain's being protected by his skull. It's like skin graft, you know. You know what's crazy though Dude, I
1: need to look prosthetic skin maybe into. I'm surprised.
0: Face. I'm surprised how handsome he looks. Like they really did a good job making clean yeah. lines there. Oh my god! And, uh, yeah, yeah. For anybody who wants to look on YouTube, who's not watching on YouTube right now, just go to the video and I'll put the time stamps yeah. in the description so you can just. It's a good one. Jump right to that part yeah. and check it out.
1: You guys ready for what the hell?
0: Yes.
2: See your um your your I mean on on sound it was like pretty average, but very good mouth movement. But I'm not sure.
1: Are you mic... giving me fucking acting notes? Right I'm not now? sure if the mic
2: <laughs> might've gotten in the way, but the mouth movement was fantastic. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, I'm not doing it
0: again. I want to see the next time you do it. I want you to get up and like stand on Can the chair. Can I see just the me? mouth
2: movement? Make the mouth movement clear. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just like
1: that. Uh, Sweet. <laughs> uh, all right. So, um, This is fucking bonkers. This was sent to us through Instagram uh, from Mel. There have been a number of unusual medical cases over the years that have highlighted the need for detailed sexual education. One such fact that doesn't seem to come up very often, for instance, is that there is access between the vagina and the abdomen. While this rarely comes up in conversation or affects your life in any way, there are times when knowing this would be helpful to you, more specifically during oral sex. Wait, what? Wait, why oral sex? Well, I mean, I'm sure we're going to learn, but have you, ever, have you ever had oral sex before?
0: Not me. Sure. Yeah. 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 I, I know. I've, I've, done, done, I've done it. Yeah, I've done. I've done. I've done. I've done, I've done, I've done, I've done, I've I've done oral. Oral sex like with the know
1: with a dentist. I know. Do you have a move? Do you have an oral
2: sex move? Um, I mean, I have a, I have, I have desired patterns. Yeah. Yeah. Like moving for, for your movements or tongue, like usage of tongue.
0: You said you have desired patterns. Like you sounded like you were speaking, but receiving. No, no, no. I was
2: before, but then I'm talking about giving in the context of his question. I understood that it was, it was, it was the, it was the giving. So you have
1: specific mouth movements and okay. Yeah. Uh, speeds. Yeah. Patterns. Any kind of like anything that you, that you would go. And there's this one thing that I do that like, I'm sure not many other people do. Yeah, or the yeah. swirl. Okay, so you're talking just, okay, all right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> How, about a, a Mine, How about you? It's a sign. This is a serious question. Mine's the full face dive. Like get right in there and just do everything. Yeah, that's what Great. I usually do. Like a full, like imagine Imagine you're just like rubbing your face in a big, something fuzzy, fluffy thing. It's a good thing yeah, you're with yeah. somebody
2: because. Who accepts yeah. that? Anybody who heard you say that. Got real no, uncomfortable. No, no, dude. Never, ever. You
0: guys don't so, know anything about. It. Like, once you experience it, Bryce, stop digging the hole deeper. No, 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 <laughs> stop no. no, no stop digging it. It's, it's. Uh, it's, it's uh, I've been told many times by many people at sort of this world. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm asking this for, <laughs> for a real,
1: for a real reason. I'm trying to be serious. Uh, I, I, my one thing that I have done in the past and done a couple of times that I was like, oh yeah, this is like, this is kind of like a fun thing to do, but never went horribly wrong. Uh, not that i know of okay. but it like including including ice cubes and water okay in the process um okay so there was that didn't think about what the ramifications could be from that didn't really s- foresee any mm-hmm. did
0: you just put the ice cubes like right in there and then uh, no no no
1: no have you ever used balloon animals we, uh, <laughs> okay so so that <laughs> Could be a problem. Have you ever used fire? And, 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 uh, and that could be a problem because of what I'm about to get into okay. here. This... A 24-year-old woman showed up at the emergency department of Stanford University, California after experiencing severe abdominal and chest pain, which had lasted for six hours. Her pain was sharp and had moved from her lower right quadrant to the bottom right of her belly before moving upwards and spreading. Other than the pain which was aggravated when she moved. She was experiencing no other symptoms. However, she had experienced it several times before, six and 12 months before this particular visit. Which I find, which I'm smiling at because it's a very specific time increment and it just goes to show um, how often her partner was going down on her. Uh, (laughs) Upon upon further inspection through x-ray, the result was always the same. The air was discovered in the abdominal uh, peritoneal cavity known as the pneumoperitoneum. Hold on. Did you mean that she was going to the hospital? She went in, in, inter,
2: in nope. regular intervals? She
1: went to the hospital because she had this fucking pain. And they were like, yo, is, okay. like, is this new? And she was like, I had this about six months ago. Oh, okay. Before that, I had about six oh, months okay. later. She said, yeah, 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 yeah. I've maybe experienced
0: <clears throat> this twice a year. And the doctor was yeah. like, oh, <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Only so a year. Uh, pneumo <laughs> pneumoperitoneum uh, can be caused
1: by anything from perforated ulcers to bowel cancer. They can cause air embolisms, where bubbles become trapped in a blood vessel, blocking it, which can turn it lead to death. As such, they require immediate investigation into the cause. So, despite tests on both prior occasions, uh, no cause was found. Oh no! So she was going to the hospital, and. They couldn't find a cause and the air was gradually reabsorbed by, by the surrounding tissue, which usually takes place one of the within a week, um, writes the team in the, the journal of society of laparoscopic surgeons. Mm. So this time a complete sexual history was taken of this woman and the cause of her inflation explained, uh, that, Her partner... So she was the balloon animal. ...had had inflated her like a balloon. Are you... Oh, wow. The patient revealed that she had intercourse, during which her partner forcefully blew air into her vagina prior to to all episodes of pneumoperitoneum. That's an interesting strategy. Quote, she remembered that the pain had started four hours after each occasion.
2: Dude, that's insane!
1: Yeah, hold on. I'm
2: not blow a good you up, move. baby. Not, not, a, a, good move. Move. not a good move. I'm, I'm gonna hold blow on. you up, baby. Okay. Now, since I'm assuming in this, I'm assuming in this case study report, there is no mention of why this man <laughs> thought that that was. Something that you should do. No, they didn't get into that. And but so I mean, before, but, but th- so, so that's why I was so asking what, what what are your moves? Right? That's actually like, great that they didn't get into it, which allows room for
1: us to speculate. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. why let, let me, did he do this? It was a so, female blow job. Um, uh, I mean that, that? that yeah. They're, they're, they, he <laughs> just he just heard the word blow job and was like, I guess you got a blow on it. <laughs> uh, she was monitored for the next day while the gas diffused before being discharged and advised to v- avoid orovaginal insufflation. She was unharmed, but others have not been so lucky. The condition, which is more common during pregnancy, can kill, as the case with one young pregnant woman whose partner accidentally forced air into her vag- vaginal cavity with his hands, leading to her eventual death.
0: Wait, with what? his hands? Yeah, he Are...
1: accidentally forced air into the vaginal cavity with his hands. I don't know what, how that would be or how that would happen... Um, he must have been a, like he he could have been the last Airbender, and just Hayuk her fucking <laughs> pussy. But I don't, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> have you guys? The heard? woman died. It's not that. It's not funny. It's it's actually really sad. And she you was fucking and she, preg- she was pregnant.
2: You just said he Hayuk. Hi- in- Are you real? Did you just add that last? Person? No,
1: no. She was a pregnant woman and she died. He said that. Oh yeah, exactly. Fuck. But you yeah. just said
0: that he Hayuk her I did pussy. Say, I did say that after you said she was a pregnant woman. You and made died. the joke. Well, I did. Yeah. but it's not I, funny do you guys ever uh, <laughs> I was trying to be funny I was serious do you guys ever own one of those air zookas from the showcase I was store?
2: literally just thinking about that the big orange thing we <laughs> used to
0: fire at each other yeah it was pretty cool how it, it worked was, it was pretty cool honest. have you ever um, seen this Yeah, uh, no I don't know
1: what like, you're talking about it's
0: like a bucket with like a oh yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. an elastic and a thing it's like got a, it's, a slingshot in it yeah, yeah it shoots air and you feel feel yeah. the air ball don't do that to your partner's vagina that's what yeah. I'm thinking okay. that's what I'm thinking of I've been looking for one of those to buy and try it and see if it works
1: Try maddie yeah jesus yeah uh she is so that woman that died she's far from the only case of death by this cause of of air getting into the vagina now there could be other i don't know uh I i don't i just don't fucking know cunnilingus is a common sexual practice all over the world this is a quote during such activity whereby gas can be forcibly blown into the vagina by mouth or insufflated by other mechanisms Unintended large amounts of gas can be forced under pressure into the vagina. I mean, it, like it kind of makes sense that it could accidentally happen. Like if you are doing what Brian, yeah, full face buried, full face buried, yeah. and like, yeah. and you're and total, you're getting total seal.
2: You're, yeah, yeah, you yeah. got like a total seal, and you're like you're trying to breathe as oh
1: you boy. are, as you are performing the real sex. Like yeah. right. I could see how that could accidentally happen in the heat of the moment sort of thing. Yeah. Like you're, you're like, like wearing
0: like, your partner like a mask right. and you know, you, because you want to rub your whole mouth <laughs> and every, your face, because like, you know, your nose is kind of perfect, like height to rub the, stimulate the clit at the same time. Yeah. So you're just fully like immersed in there and you're trying yeah. to stay there as long as you mm-hmm. can. You got to breathe. Yeah. So you're just constantly breathing right into the, we may, we may not be a CBC podcast for much longer.
1: Um, uh, they also yeah, went say forgot. the, <laughs> the gas can find its way through the uterus <laughs> and after dilating the tubes, into the abdomen so it goes into the into the v- vagina through the uterus and then dilates the uterine tubes and that's how it gets into the abdomen oh. thereby causing a non-surgical pneumoperitoneum the patient often has no knowledge of the open access between the v- vagina and the abdomen and the med- medical staff is often in- inadequately informed on the patho mechanism so the you know to put that out there be careful like be mindful in giving oral sex and yeah. communicate when receiving oral sex. For sure, just be like, hey, you know what I don't like? When you fill me up with gas. Listen,
0: guys, I honestly... <laughs> with your uh, mouth. <coughs> honestly, honestly. I don't do understand. That. I do want to say, I, I do want to say, I I love CBC and I would absolutely not want to... I would not want to lose that relationship. <laughs> but I'm actually more fearful that... I'm more fearful... <laughs> That Maddie's parents are listening to this right now and just heard about my full face hey man, technique. And, well, and you know, maybe they're thinking about trying it at home what? tonight. And you know, maybe I haven't seen Hey man, if them. I was Maddie's parents, I would be going. It's good to know
1: that our daughter is being pleased the way she clearly wants it because not yes. there's probably yeah. no one else in the world who would want that. And I'm glad that she found
0: the lid to her pot and that Brian found the lid to his. Hey, that's where I learned it, through great communication in the bedroom. That's how I learned that.
2: I just just don't understand how... Like, I, I, yeah. Like, I mean, this, this sounds more like something you would see Dude, on a, kids, your mom's host live kids where, where some person uh, fucking hooks up an air compressor yeah. and just start and just goes <laughs> like, right.
1: how, how like, can you, can, can you be a, a, a human a, balloon? A, a human, <laughs> hey man, <balloon>? people, people <laughs> love to try sh- weird shit in bed and they're, and it's okay. And sometimes, and sometimes it's like, it's, it's just but, out of like, out of exploration to see what feels good. I mean, but what Christ, sounds there's, kids, with this, there's kids in the fucking in Norway shoving snooze packets up their assholes.
2: But it sounds like with this, that at least this woman who went to the hospital in her in her individual case, it sounds like. I feel like she probably might she she you would maybe make that connection if you were trying it out. It seems like it's something that was happening M- m- probably unbeknownst. Well, the to thing
1: her. the thing that I'm I'm curious about is how much air, right? What does w- I, I, I I'm guessing it's probably not necessarily that much. I, I'm guessing it it doesn't take a lot to do this. Well, if, if it you does do take it, if, if it does take a lot to do this, then like, why this changes? <laughs> it changes this, yeah, this makes a yeah. Yeah, This is a very interesting yeah. case. You because want the, think this about, changes everything.
0: Think probably. about how many solid blows it takes to blow up a balloon. A lot, right? And so, like, how much you're blowing that
1: much air into a vagina? I'm telling you right now, yes,
0: they ain't making it to the hospital
1: like that. (laughs) I think that's just like that's you. You blew
0: them and they popped, and that was it. I'm surprised the seal is that tight. You know that it's not just all like I imagine a vagina to sort of be like a balloon when you blow it up and you let the air out and you squeeze, squeeze it and it just goes. Guys, here's a crazy thing. Actually, here's a crazy thing. When I do, when I do
1: my PFTs, when I put my wrap my mouth around that little phallic piece, mouthpiece, and blow yeah. into it really hard at the hospital. Yeah. I have shitty lungs. Now guess how much air I am forcing out in one exhale in terms of liters? Cubic liters? Probably
2: two and a half,
1: three. 2.6 liters. I was going to say uh, 40. I'm in lungs. That's, that's quite a bit of air. Yeah. You know, your like if you think about 2.6 liters of milk. Your total
2: lung capacity, I don't know for you, like the average... The average male is like uh, five and a half or six liters of uh, is your total lung capacity. You probably have a slightly less one because you probably have some scarring that's maybe not allowing your lungs to have uh, His capacity. lungs are: his, yeah. lungs are <laughs> his lungs are at 60 percent.:
0: His lungs are at 60 percent.: Oh right, right, right capacity, so, yeah, so that would so make sense. You would,
2: yeah, you could totally
1: just uh, um, calculate that.
0: but yeah. Um, so and, I mean, you know, that's, that's, a, like, that's a large
1: volume. That's a large volume, but but I but I I, have a, I mean, I I hope that it's not that much air. I I I'm hoping that this was like a Well, I don't fucking know man. Looks I don't different, know. Man. Though. People do people do Well, you know what?
2: I here, I here. We talked about this on the show last week.
1: People guys, fuck bees. Guys, people want to fuck bees. Guys, this yeah. is the
2: call to action. Okay, There's go wild over stuff go over bed. go over even if you're not watching this on YouTube. Go over to our YouTube, go to the comment section and let us know if you have a vagina has anyone ever tried to blow you up?
0: We want to know. <laughs> and 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 if they ha- and if they have, uh, 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 tell you, th- tell them and, to stop. Yeah. And if and if you you don't, as a, if you don't have a vagina, has anybody tried to blow you up? Because like you, from the we a- have, from the asshole, yeah. That, I mean, it's also I think known, that would be much harder. The asshole the, is known as a blo- the balloon knot, or so
1: that and that knots tied. So I, I think that would be really <laughs> hard to do. I guess so, right? Maybe yeah. that's why. Yeah. Okay. You could also yeah. Anyway. Well, folks, thanks for tuning in this week. We really appreciate all of you, especially all of you that have the willpower to sit through this. Uh, (laughs) If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, leave a rating and a review. Let us know how much air has been blown into your pussy. Uh, And uh, if you're listening on Spotify, hit the follow button. And if you are listening on the CBC uh, Listen app, (laughs) this is your uh, last week to do that. (laughs) Then thanks and... You, know, you might want to check out where we are other uh, in at some other time, uh, yeah. somewhere else. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, to, and our patrons, we love you. Thank you so yeah. much. Honestly, for, thank for you support. so much yeah.
0: CBC for putting up with us. We yes, really do appreciate we really it. really love you guys.
2: Really do appreciate it. And, um, you know, if, if, if the, if YouTube comment section feels like a little bit too much of a public forum to, uh, ask to, to tell us the story that I just asked you to tell, um, then you could also do the same thing by, uh, going, uh, sending an email to letters at com. I mean, we'll then read it on the show.
0: You can ask to remain anonymous if you want.
2: Yeah. But I mean, initially it's, but if less, you
0: don't, it's less public. Yeah.
2: Um, at least when you hit send, it's only going to us until we read it to thousands. So letters at com, And then if you want to be on the show, you can go to com slash contact and fill the guest form.
0: And you know what? We were also having this conversation the other day where we were saying, um, if you have applied to be on the show and we haven't um, gotten back to you, and it's been a couple of years now, Ooh. feel free to apply again because very much um, so. the 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 list is is long, and and we just haven't been the able to go back in time and, and and read some of those. So feel free to apply again if if you still want to be on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks, as always, to Number One CBC. Thank you so much. I checked out his chair right now. Uh, I'm not <laughs> thanks jeff lonis uh thanks Lauren reading up on, on what i've done in the past uh thank you i just was checking to see if you guys were listening when i said that uh thank you to rich o'coin for doing the theme music and uh yeah thanks rich is all on right. tour go check out rich on tour and uh and hey uh get your tickets to our uh live show yes yeah.
1: november 8th do it do check it. the show notes for the link to that
0: Uh, that is it for this week folks I'm
1: Brian I'm Taylor and I'm Jeremy and this is Sick War